In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. to Lawyers and Libations, episode 22 with Sarah and Rebecca. Welcome back. It's Valentine's Day. Ooh, we're uh, dressed in all black. I don't know what that says about our cold, cold it's hearts. It's my cold, dead heart. Uh, we have friends that I've seen today all over that are in pink and red. And I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't need it. I'll stick with the cold, dead heart, uh, the black sweater with the dark charcoal leggings. I mean, I have white tennis shoes on. That's spring-like. Brightens up a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I think my reason for my cold, dark outfit, it's twofold. One, uh, I haven't washed my hair in days, <laughs> so I needed to put on a hat. Um, and this is the hat that I wanted to wear. But also, I'm not really a Valentine's, like, I've never been a Valentine's person. No, I don't like Valentine's. I mean, like, I like Valentine's. Like, I think it's very sweet and, you know, like, I don't know. A spa appointment's always lovely, but I don't like going out to an overpriced dinner that is like, they tell me what I have to eat. You know, it's I, a prefix menu I every time. I hate that shit. Yeah. It's like $300. I'm like, I only eat appetizers mm -hmm. and only bland appetizers. I don't need like your foie gras and fucking champagne. I just don't need it. And so nope. even when I was married or dating people on Valentine's Day, I would always go the day before or the day after or something. I'm just not fucking doing it. Yeah. No. Like... I think kids like it because they get all the candy. Of course. Who doesn't? Um, but I'm also, my birthday is around Valentine's Day. So yes. every time I've been in a relationship, particularly long term, they're like, can we just not do anything on Valentine's and just do something on your birthday? Yeah. Um, well, like, sure. I don't actually think that that's fair. You're kind of getting fucked. Like I get fucked for Thanksgiving yeah. and they're always trying mm -hmm. to give me turkey on my birthday and I don't want it. And then people get fucked on Thanksgiving. I never thought of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Those little bastards are mm -hmm. trying to wrap two presents in one. I mean, as long as it's a better present, I'm in. They're fucking being really good. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, and, and when we talk about our guests in a little bit, this will make sense. But I think for like those that are out dating in a new relationship, Valentine's Day is a little bit more special and like sexy and romantic. But I mean, I've been married almost 20 years. So like. You didn't buy fresh lingerie and some warming lube? Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ryan has never been a lingerie guy. If I showed up with fresh, fancy <laughs> lingerie, I think. <laughs> Would be it would be amazing. Yeah. He would be like, um, excuse me, I'm very confused with this. <laughs> that would be fucking hysterical. Actually, will you please do that next year and then like live stream it? So I could just watch his face be like, what in the fuck? He would be so uncomfortable. It actually makes me remember, we his grandparents used to have this timeshare in Naples. And so early in our marriage, I did travel with a bunch of lingerie and I'd taken a bunch <laughs> of it down there. And I forgot, and I left it in one of the drawers, and his uncles were there the next week. Oh, and God. And they were like, look at Ryan, that lucky boy. <laughs> they were, like, taking pictures and sending it out, and they were like, look at what Rebecca left in Naples. And I'm like, that's like group text. Were you already married or just We were dating? already married, but oh, I was like, God. oh, God, don't send that out Well, I, what they were trying to do was, quote, shame their wives so they could, like, spice it up. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Like, that. you get that for six months in the beginning of a marriage or the beginning of a relationship. And then... Like, I mean, it's just kind of like time wasting unless your husband or significant other is very into that, which then you can make accommodations fine. Like yeah. if that's their favorite thing in the world, not a big deal. But other than that, it just gets in the way. Yep. That's the way I feel about 100%. it. hundred um, percent. So we've got, we're, we're going to do a Valentine's Day special today, which will be uh, very funny. And we have uh, two of our great girlfriends on which you'll meet. You've already met one of them. But uh, so we're going to talk about some very funny uh, Valentine's girl stories and all of the things. But there's a lot of things going on in the Supreme Court right now with Trump. I mean, it is crazy. It is a fucking clown car of a circus. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it in my life. So uh, we've got the Colorado case uh, that's heading, that's now going to be fast-tracked, I guess, to the Supreme Court. I wonder if it's going to come out like right in like September, October. Well, you know, they heard it last week and whenever I don't know if you read through the comments and listened to some of the questions like it sounds like they're probably going to side with Trump like even the more liberal justices 
I'm not going to lie, I kind of don't mind them siding with Trump. I, mean, I feel like if, if Trump's not on the ballot, there will be, if people thought the last thing was an insurrection, like people are going to go nuts if he right. doesn't get to run. Right. Um, based on just how Colorado did it. Right. But um, yeah, the other case though got fast-tracked, his immunity. Yes, his, his immunity. I don't think that that, so I think that kicking him off the ballot uh, would, quote, disenfranchise a large group of the voting population. And I think the Supreme Court may actually want to cover their bases and play it safe by saying he can still be on the ballot. The immunity thing, though, I think they're going to have a real fucking tough time mm -hmm. with that one of can, uh, you know, any of his actions as president, basically post-president, that would be contributing to an insurrection, would that qualify as keeping him off the ballot? I mean, not keeping him off the ballot, but would it qualify as he's immune under presidential powers or is he just a fucking criminal? Yeah. Eh. And I think that's a, not only a more interesting case, but I think for those that are not pro-Trump, that is the better For sure. Case. Yeah. I agree. Um, so he lost at the D.C. Circuit Court level, and so it's been fast-tracked up as well. I mean, so I think over the next couple of months, I mean, it might even be less than that because this election is, like, full steam ahead. Well, and, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm confused about, uh, you know, I'll be fascinated, maybe not confused, but fascinated by the way they rule and how it actually affects the election as far as, you know, whenever they dropped the Roe v. Wade thing and it mobilized people, you know, kind of before the midterms, they dropped a little bit earlier so it wouldn't really affect them. But if they can't get their shit together to get an opinion out on this and it's dropping like right before the election, it'll be fascinating to see what, how voters react. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, um, we both have au pairs and I was trying to explain to mine, I'm like, this is going to be the craziest, like, six months of ads and TV and stuff that you've ever seen, I guess, eight months. Because I do think between, like, the issues with Biden, the Trump stuff, like, I think, while in some ways I think we're headed toward a Trump-Biden election, I think we could very well have completely different people on the ballot by the end of the year. Yeah. Like, who knows what's going to happen. I, I don't... It all gives me fucking hives. Yeah. I've been, like, pretty peaceful about life for the past, you know, three years. Now I'm about ready to fucking have hives again. Um, it was quiet because Trump was gone. Yes. From the you know? Yeah, That's that was what... really fucking, I mean, and then you have them saying things at fucking South Carolina rallies of, yeah, I think that Russia should fucking attack some of our NATO fucking allies. Are you kidding me? Like, it just, it almost gives me stroke levels. I'm going to have to be heavily medicated. I'm not really sure what goes on. The international law component to all of it um, and eroding the foundation of our allies is just fucking dumbfounding. That's oh, absurd. So, I don't want to lean one too, one way or the other too heavily, but I warned Rebecca, if we got into some of this shit, my head might spin around like the fucking exorcist. So here we are. So moving on from that, uh, speaking of Court of Appeals, you just won a fantastic case at the Georgia Court of Appeals. Tell me about yeah. that. Um, so proud so, of you. Thank you so much. It was a lot of hard work. So I worked on, um, my friend David Moskowitz brought me in to work on a case with him. Mm -hmm. um, we represented the nicest man, he was a crane operator, um, and he was severely injured while driving the crane down the road um, back in 2019. Mm -hmm. So what's crazy and what our listeners may not understand is a lot of these cases that we argue are still going on. I mean, we're five years five fucking years later, later after this accident. Yeah, you try them and um, then you appeal them and the appeals go on for like forever. two years. And so um, it was an accepted case, which means they paid benefits and they paid for his medical um, and they ultimately ended up denying it. But the issue that was in front of the Court of Appeals was whether or not his wages from his side general contracting job um, and his ability to earn those after the accident affected what he should be getting from workers' compensation. Right. Um, and so basically how it works in Georgia is if you have, we're, we're looking at average weekly wage and how people get paid after a work accident. We're looking at what you earned during the 13 weeks before the accident. And if you have a concurrent similar job, you add those wages in. And then there's dissimilar. Mm -hmm. And then if you have dissimilar, so completely different job, those wages don't get added in. And the great thing about dissimilar employment is because those wages don't get added in on the front end, you can go back to your dissimilar employment after a work injury and not be financially penalized. Right. So that means you can get workers' comp and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was essentially the case. And so um, he had dissimilar concurrent employment. Um, the tough thing, it was kind of in the weird of COVID. 
um, and he was trying to build back this business, but he was taking actions to build this business and, and make it um, effective and, and more profitable, yeah, more profitable mm-hmm. for his family. And so, you know, I think the right decision has been made all the way up and it, I like to think that it was just made again. So, so what was the actual ruling? What did they say? So they said that his prior work as a general contractor um, was concurrent to similar employment. So even though he was able to start making money again as a general contractor after the workers' mm-hmm. compensation accident, um, those wages did not impact his ability to collect workers' compensation um, because he's not able to be a crane operator anymore. Yeah. So he can't do the job anymore that he, that he was yeah. doing. That, I mean, that is, so in workers' comp, all of the things that we argue for are very, very specific kind of niche type laws um, and trying to change it. And what trial lawyers do in the workers' comp system, like Rebecca, is try to go in and find cases that would be favorable for either solidifying or trying to overturn those um, certain little minutia laws that we have. Um, so the fact that you won, the, I mean, like you literally put in hundreds of hours and I think that you fucking killed it and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well right. done, honey. And so potentially it could go up one more level to the Supreme Court, hopefully. Likely not. It doesn't. It's, they don't take cases very often, so we'll see what happens. Isn't it like a 1%? that they take like 1%. It's something insane. It's really, really small. I remember Todd told us one time. Um, Another thing that we were going to talk about, um, kind of along the same lines of like changing laws in Georgia and stuff was uh, tort reform in Georgia. So we had... um, you know, we had had Madeline Simmons in and she's the president of Georgia trial lawyers. And then we'd had Jessica Burke who, uh, works with a medical funding company. She will actually be here today. That's one of our guests. Um, she'll be back, but they both talked about tort reform and potential ramifications of tort reform bills that were going to be coming down in Georgia and how that would affect all of our practices and what we do for a living, um, kind of on the funding side and obviously on the law firm side. Um, so it looks so far like in Georgia, the governor actually punted it and got a study committee that he was like, we're going to have a committee go through and study the ramifications. Georgia is actually the number one state as always to do business, which means the, um, it's very employer insurer friendly, which makes Rebecca's and my job very difficult. Um, but there's been some shenanigans down at the Capitol so far. I'm shocked. Shocking, right? (laughs) Always shenanigans. So you've got to think that, uh, you know, all of the biz, very pro-business people uh, went around telling all of their constituents and stuff that there was going to be a big tort reform bill. So everybody got really excited. So when the governor punted it and sent it off to a study committee, you now have those legislators that are very pro-business that are going what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Because now I've got, you know, these constituents that I promised this was coming down the pike. So they're all dropping little tiny bills and trying to erode different portions. So um, it is going to be a wild ride down at the Georgia Capitol. And uh, hopefully nothing fucking crazy will happen, which would be good. But we all have, everybody has good lobbyists to keep us abreast. So that's why... You know, it's always important to have them, even though, because that was one thing that we talked about is, you know, legislatively from a workers' comp standpoint, there's not much happening this year, but it's so important to keep lobbyists because ju- you don't know. Like, even though no, they could we drop some package, all kinds yeah, of weird stuff. Somebody else can in a heartbeat. Plus, and so you need to have people listening. There's a, there's a pretty large contingency in the um, kind of employer insurer side that will go rogue at times and they will go and meet with the governor and they will talk to the governor and it's behind the chairman's advisory board and all those things to get things that are, you know, benefit their businesses past that will end up fucking our clients. So, um, yeah, we're just, we're watching it. But the big tort reform bill has been punted for the year. I'm not shocked. I mean, it is such a hard package to, not that they were going to get consensus from everybody on it anyway, but in order to get it through, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's certainly not an easy thing to do and there are going to have to be some concessions, but... I'm very happy that I got punted. Yeah, fuck yeah. Maybe we'll just gonna keep be, getting punted down the road. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, so today we are going to have our friends Jessica and Tori um, on because we were all having lunch. We had a Galentine's Day dinner on Monday night and then on yesterday we were having a Galentine's Day lunch feeling the ramifications of um, the Galentine's Day dinner the night before. Ooh. 
And uh, I, we came up with the idea that it would be funny to talk about very funny dating stories and advice and all of those things. And uh, so we are going to entertain you with some absolute shit shows from our past and possible present and <laughs> fuck, I hope not future, but maybe we'll find out. So uh, if you will stick around and join us and we'll get Tori and Jessica when we come right back. Welcome back to Lawyers and Libations. We now have Jessica Burke and Tori Dale. Hello. Hello. This is our Valentine's Day special, as we stated earlier. Um, Jessica has already been here. You all have been present for one of her interviews. She is with Omni Healthcare. And then we have uh, over here Tori Dale. She is with, she has her own law firm called the Toro Firm. Um, she's here in Atlanta and she does personal injury. So these are two of our best girlfriends. Um, and <laughs> we like to consider them uh, train wrecks like myself. <laughs> so we thought it would be really in a, the best way possible. Just we can, we have really good conversations where we can be like, can you believe that shit happened? So, yeah, 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 I can't believe it. it. Well, I, I mean, not any more of a train wreck than I am. So it's said the most lovingly <laughs> way possible. Well, and successful train wrecks. Like, Obviously. it's not like, or like, we're not living in a box. No. no. So. You're Very not homeless. Successful Everything women. is fine. Yes. Not yet. You're that family? Just, just, yeah. Yeah. Successful train wrecks. Successful. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. So, again, it was said with the most loving possible. They are very successful women. But that sometimes leads uh, very smart, beautiful women to run into difficult dating circumstances, which leads us here today uh, for this show, for for the Valentine's Day show. So I want to welcome you both here. So excited. Brings me great joy. Um, let's start off with your, can you tell me if you have ever had your heart broken? You had your heart broken? Yes. Yes? What yeah. happened? Um, Should so- I kill him? Yes. Okay. What a dick. This man. <laughs> done. Yeah. This man that I was seeing for a long time thought that we were in love, would get married. And then I found out that he was having sex with every person in Atlanta and the United <laughs> States. Maybe even not even like foreign. So that was fine. Like he was, he was, <laughs> he was having sex with women in foreign countries or was he importing them in? I would say both. Okay. <laughs> done most likely uh wow that's a story um so did you were you able to move on from this um i would be lying if i said it didn't still bother me but that one will do it yeah Yeah, it still pulls on the heartstrings and it's probably made me cautious with other people yeah but i think it was definitely a learning moment yes so you did not know about the um (laughs) entire city of no there were signs like Uh looking back i'm like i should have paid attention to a lot of these things and i was like no 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 that's not a red flag that's fine whereas you would say beige flag it's Mm -hmm. a beige beige flag flag. you just had a feeling yes it wasn't underwear in the car it was like just a yeah. A sense. Uh, yeah, it wasn't No, there was anything. underwear in the car, and she was like, wow. <laughs> wow. I feel like that's a beige flag. Those aren't mine, and they're not <laughs> his. That's weird. Moving on. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So, uh, God, that happens. I'm sorry for that. It's okay. I've had things like that happen. Yeah. Uh, it's not a not a fun thing. Um, humbling. Humbling. <laughs> very humbling. It is. Did you ever catch him, like, in the act or no? No, no, oh. no. That, I would probably be in prison at this point. I'd be like, so, we're interviewing Tori from prison. She yeah. murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. No, you wouldn't be because we know people to get that rid is of bodies. True. Don't fret. Yep. I, I'm also one of the top people to hire for that. Uh, for my friends, obviously, yeah, not just and, for hire. You and Mary Margaret. Yeah, Mary Margaret. 100%. Definitely <laughs> fucking insane. Um, Jessica Burke, <laughs> give me your best heartbreak story. I don't think I have enough wine <clears throat> for this. Chug, um, chug. Yes. Oh, yeah. A little complicated, I guess. Uh, it's kind of similar to Tori. I uh, would say the biggest heartbreak, but also life-changing moment for me. I was in a relationship with a very complicated, complex, perhaps narcissistic individual. Aren't they um, all? Yeah, and a lot of things <laughs> came to this light. This is why I don't date personal injury <laughs> lawyers. Exactly. Yeah. Lawyers, that's my advice for all of you out there in Atlanta. Don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably anywhere. I feel like across the board. Yeah, oh, really anywhere. I mean, that other that's, guy, tax guy. Nope. Yeah. He was a lawyer. Like, if you're a lawyer, please don't Mm-mm. contact me. Oh, is that Chicago business? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why well, is hard pass? Yeah, but yeah, just a kind of a little bit of a love bombing situation. Uh huh. And lots of other things came to light after the breakup, which were 
embarrassing and also odd, shocking, shocking, heartbreaking, all the mm. things. But you know, that's the worst. It was a good learning experience, and now I've you know done a lot of therapy. All the therapy, <laughs> it's very helpful. A lot of yeah, red put up flags. some boundaries. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dated basically an exact replica of my father. So yes. We don't know anything about that. I know. I did not marry my father at all. But you're still married, so hey, maybe it's true. true. Doing something right. I mean, I'm not. I did, in fact, marry my father. Yes, 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 yes. Portions of it. I don't think Colby was my father. No, I don't Mm. think so either. No, definitely not. Uh, Your father's so lovely. I mean, my dad's also lovely, as is your dad. All of our dads are fantastic. My dad is too. Yeah, yeah. In case dads are listening, please stop listening. Yeah, Uh, fathers, if you're listening, I should probably turn this fucking podcast off because it's going to get real detailed. I have no doubt. Um, Rebecca, do you have a heartbreak story? I'm actually going to sound like a huge asshole. Um, I actually think I'm more of a heartbreaker than like having my heart broken. Yes. Really, the only, like, relationship that I think really messed me up was my college boyfriend played uh, the football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought he was going to play in the NFL. He's from Miami. He oh, drove this tell black, him about the car, yeah. He drove a black mm. Mustang 5.0 with Flowmaster. <laughs> like, my parents were not happy about it. They were horrified. He, he went to college in the town that I grew up, and I was at Chapel Hill. And my mom saw him routinely dating other women while I was in Chapel Hill and she would be oh. like, Rebecca, I saw him out at Outback with somebody else. And I'd be, like, I'd be like, he wouldn't do that. Like, it's fine. Well, come to find out he was dating not only a bunch of girls in Hickory, but also some friends of my sorority sisters. And I oh. um, Bitches. So we him. broke up, but like, was, I tried to break up with him and then he like went crazy and I don't know, we made up, but also figured he wasn't going to the NFL. And so, <laughs> like, I think I ended up breaking his heart more than mine because I think that he was obsessed with me. But I was well, like, and also since he figured out he wasn't going to go to the NFL, he wanted a free ride. He was yeah. going to lash onto you quick, exactly. like he'd be like, "That bitch is going to be a fucking lawyer or a journalist. I'm going to, I'm going to get her knocked up now." Yeah. And so, but I think after that, like, kind of to your point earlier, I kind of was never after that. I was like, men or I just, I they're fine, but like I prefer girlfriends and mm-hmm. right. You know, <clears throat> lesbianism is probably the way to go. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, um, I'm glad you didn't marry him. He sounds horrendous. He was pretty freaking hot. Like, but he wasn't as in like smart a rapper kind of. Yeah. He, he definitely like he had gel hair so. and he'd changed. He had a silver chain or a gold chain. He'd switch out, switch out depending on what can't. his outfit was. Tori's like, I was like, cool. Tori's like, beige black, beige black. She's I, like, yeah, like, I'm sweating a little bit. Is it hot in here? Is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like I traditionally went super preppy, and he was definitely very Miami. Yeah, gross. Mm. Ugh. Uh, I'm sorry. I just can't, I mean, I know your husband, right? And I know your type, I think, uh, that you developed into, especially living in Charleston and stuff, so I cannot fucking picture you with one a guy with a flow master. Like, I mean, it's shocking. It is shocking. My parents were like, Are you, did you have a lobotomy? Did you? Yeah, that's fair. Well, that, but that's also after you dated the older guy that was dealing drugs in your hometown, right, when you were in high school? Ooh, for no, that was middle school. Oh, middle school. That was middle <laughs> school. Alrighty. Wait, was he dealing drugs in middle school or now? Middle school. Okay, great, great, great. Well, he might have been in high school and she was in middle school, but somebody <laughs> was dealing drugs. We're not really sure. Her parents were not pleased with her life Dad choices. Dad was also mad about that relationship. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get Ryan a flow master. Yeah. His next birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be like, here you go. He <laughs> will immediately put it on the Volvo at any moment. Yeah. And he'll be so excited. Here, coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had... Uh, my only heartbreak really of my life that was like a really bad heartbreak was uh, this guy, Matt, that I was madly in love with. And he moved with me to law school and then he didn't get into medical school. And so uh, we were in Cleveland, Ohio. And so I kind of fell out of his picture and he abandoned me there and moved back to Chapel Hill. And it was terrible. So since that time, uh, my therapist, he's so funny. He's literally been my therapist since I'm like 26. And he's like, okay. So you want to talk about Matt? And I go, nope, sure don't. And he's like, I think maybe we need to. I go, nah, we're good. Thank you so much. I mean, like my walls got built up really high and now we call it uh, the drawbridge with the moat around it and everything. I'm like, I'm good. Thanks so much. He's like, but we should really delve into that. I was like, no, I don't think that we should. 
Um, so that was Matt. But then I did have a very brief six-month ex-husband. Uh, that was when I was like 26. And I, my dad likes to tell the story that uh, as we were getting ready to walk down the aisle, he said to me, you know you don't have to do this. Mm. Bullshit, motherfucker, that's complete revisionist history. <laughs> he absolutely did not do that. Um, but I did uh, find him, catch him within like six months, five, five months, soliciting sex on Craigslist uh, via email. And so I right hooked him in the jaw and filed for divorce the same day, drafted up my own papers. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's my history. So when I, again, when I say the word train wreck, comes from a knowledgeable, loving place. I actually own the train depot that all of them go out of. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're welcome. Um, so that we basically all of our questions today are going to be following along with like a love relationship, sex theme uh, that can be really fun uh, or uncomfortable for our guests and listeners. So again, if you're if you're a parent, uh, you should probably turn it off now. Um, so virginity stories. Anybody have crazy lost their virginity stories? Go. Anyone. Take it away. I mean, mine's not really crazy, but I guess just looking back, this is like kind of embarrassing. I lost my virginity in the back of my car. I think that's like 70% <laughs> of like most like young people do. Yeah, you know, I mean. Was it satisfying? I'm sure you got off. It was amazing. Yeah, is it, I, mean, mm. I don't really Maybe. think so. I don't, no, your first time is just close. like confusing. No. You're weird, like you're in high school. Oh, it's terrible. It's and then of course everyone like finds out about it. It's just, mm. you know, the romance, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't how was uh, the romance. The most romantic. <laughs> how was the been. car? But it was also better. Were there than, rose like, petals? Walking in on us in the basement. Ooh, so yeah. Did they ever of, do that too? Um, never to me. But, okay, that's uh, good. to my brother probably. If you <laughs> my mom always just like made really loud noises stomping down the stairs before she came down into right. the basement. That's good <laughs> that's to protect you, herself. That's it. Yeah, and my dad just didn't come it. down. My dad I was just like, terrified. I'm good. Yeah, your dad's like, yeah. I'm gonna go to Lowe's for the next yeah. four hours. Like, Walk I'm up just, and down the aisle. I'm just gonna travel. Yeah, go do a game real we're quick. Gonna, yeah. We're, we're gonna be good. My dad just said there was a camera in the basement, so that kept shenanigans pretty. That's a pretty good. That is a good one. That's actually I mean, probably valid these days. This was, actually, oh, for sure these days. But I'm mm -hmm. thinking about when we were kids. But in the 90s, I don't know why I believed well, it. We had never fucking had cameras. Yeah. No. Well, it helped. Know. I was also, um, and you'll be shocked, pretty religious in high school. <laughs> yeah. So I did I not just can't. Uh, lose my virginity till college. <laughs> I'm proud oh, of you, though. Thank you. Right? I After tried the a drug dealer. Old, old until I got married. But. <laughs> was it to the she flow rider? A drug dealer was it to the school, flow rider? No, thank God. <laughs> Another drug dealer. <laughs> Different couple. <laughs> Rebecca's type drug dealer. Do we need to talk to Ryan? Let's be very clear. She doesn't do drugs. Guy? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, after a um, Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts concert. Fucking love Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Who didn't? Carolina <laughs> girls, the best in the world. Did you have PJ Punch? And then you were like, fuck it, let's bang. Uh, <laughs> I think we smoked a bunch of weed. Yeah, that'll get you every time. Yeah. Meanwhile, us young know. girls are like, who is that? Yeah, <laughs> You're speaking Chinese. Oh, Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Sorry, that is a, it's a fantastic college band from Chapel Hill that... Um, or that whole air, like little tri-college area that was so much fun that would play while we were in school. And so they, they'd they play at mixers and stuff mm. and they were fun, super fun. Oh. The songs were filthy. So it'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna look up some It wasn't words. like Usher and nice and like, slow, but. <laughs> roll over. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she was filthy. like. Like all like dirty sex songs, but they were around like when our parents were in college. So my parents used to listen to them. Mm. And so I wanted them to play at my wedding. My parents were like, oh. absolutely not. Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. And Doug was dead by then. But they were like, the Hot Nuts are not coming. <laughs> the Hot Nuts are not coming. You're um, like, okay, fine. Well, my wedding song's easy. Give me that nut. You're welcome. Right? <laughs> Should have let the, the Hot Nuts tan, play. So it wasn't that bad. It was definitely not like dirty Hot Nuts. Mm -hmm. But like the songs would get filthier and filthier as the night would go on. So they'd start kind of funny. And then they'd bring up girls to like make up funny, dirty lines. I mean, just so fun. It was very, it was highly entertaining. Mm -hmm. But so apparently that was your foreplay. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, just God, just satisfied all, all the things you'd ever want. Uh, Tori, virginity story. Um, no, mine was with my high school boyfriend oh. in his house. Oh. I was 14, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like locking I'm like, up now. God, I'm like, oh. But we dated for three and a half years. So it was lovely. Yeah. Exactly how it should be, I feel like. But also wasn't like great. I was still like, uh, 
No, I, there's here? there's nothing more horrendously terrible uh, than the first time you have sex as a woman. Mm-hmm. I was uh, there's this guy that I was madly in love with, and actually. I'm from the mountains of North Carolina, so I may have moved to college with my boyfriend because I thought that I was going to get married and play house. Um, He was four years older than me, so that's a whole other story. Um, But when I lost my virginity to him, he, we'd been down at a, story just gets worse and worse, but we'd been at a bar in South Carolina and I was 16 with my fake ID and he left his keys in my car because he went home with another girl. So he and I weren't like officially dating at the same time. And so I went to his house and I had his keys to his house. So I opened his door and walked in and was like, hey, I've got your keys. And he threw me down and had his way with me. And he said he later, I mean, we were together for like four years, but he later admitted that he thought for the first half that I was the other girl because it was (laughs) nighttime. So... Anyway, it was very romantic. <laughs> all of your faces I love how you're just laughing <laughs> about it. I'm like, I would be... Do you talk about this with your therapist? No. I would. I don't... <laughs> because... Tori's like, that's a red flag. Well, red no, flag. flag. Yeah, red I mean, flag. it's definitely a red flag, but uh, we ended up moving to college together. We lived together for like two and a half years, and I absolutely loved him dearly. So it ended up... Be, I won him over, clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was yeah. that good. But he just, yeah, he just, yeah, for the first little bit, my (laughs) name may have been Allie. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, But I will say my mom, who she automatically knew. So I came home the next morning and she looked at me like this and I walked in the kitchen. She goes, well, how was that? And I go, if that's all there is to sex of me becoming a lesbian, I should you not. That was fucking terrible. I'm never having sex with a man again. It's awful. It's uncomfortable. It hurts. It's fucking terrible and she just started dying laughing and she sent me a beautiful bouquet of flowers that said congratulations on your special day oh my God. and oh. it meant the world to me i was like you love bugs so it's like she so is the there is like a thing though where there was like a movement about women uh taking back their quote losing their virginity they are you know, moving into the next stage of their life. They're becoming stronger, more independent women. They're reclaiming their sexuality or, or claiming it for initially. So there has been that movement where I've read like all these things on it because, you know, obviously we have daughters and we're trying to figure out what the fuck we're supposed to say when that's coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was fascinating. Grandma Jules, fucking hippie, was ahead of her time. She was. So yeah. I'm going to do it to Adeline too. Huh. It's interesting how moms know. Like my mom picked me up from a party because she was always like, don't, don't always tell me where you are. If you need help, I will come pick you up. I was drunk at a party, pit, puts me in the car, and I'm just sobbing, 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 sobbing. I found out that said man I lost my virginity to was cheating on me. No way. Yes. Same night? No. <laughs> okay. No. Man, I'd be like, what? He'd be what? like, twist. Yeah. yeah. No, it was down the road, and I was just sobbing, crying. My mom just looked at me, and she was like, you had sex with him, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And she was so supportive, so See, sweet. Yeah. The only bad thing was I was drunk, so when I got home, there was a baby gate on the stairs so that our dogs wouldn't get up, <laughs> and my dad was sitting on the couch, and I tried to step over it, did not, took it down, fell all the way down. <laughs> my dad didn't even, like, look up. My dad was just like, this not is, This it. isn't nope. happening? Nope. He was She's like, not hammered? Fine. Yeah, he was like, mm, 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 No, but everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like the meme with the dumpster fucking going down. It's completely unfair. It's good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, That's fucking funny as shit. But yeah, so I think for any women uh, mothers out there who have young daughters, I I will say, I mean, I'm a fucking train wreck, but for the most part, I have most of my shit together. And I turned out pretty good. And it was one of my fondest memories of um, growing up and kind of becoming an adult and coming into my own sexuality was... Grandma Jules sending me a lovely bouquet of flowers uh, saying, all right, good job, girl. Very thoughtful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really sweet. Um, so my sex talk with my mom went much differently, shockingly. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no way. The only talk that we had is I got busted smoking cigarettes a bunch of times. In a row, like God, I would get yelled at I mean, all the time so for that. Ugh. And so on the fifth day in a row that I got busted, my dad was like, you're going to have to smoke this whole bag of cigarettes with me at the table. Oh my, God. So my dad's like blowing rings in my face. I'm doing like, that to Adeline my too. My brother's Gear at up. the top of the stairs. I can hear them being like, she is like in so much trouble. <laughs> and my mom storms in and she goes, I hope that you think harder about sex and drugs than you do about smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and she walked out. Oh, that was my. And that was it? That was my mm. talk. Shut 
up. Well, hey, it worked. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's true. You did. I yep. mean, you waited until you were you were probably chief in a heater right after that. I <laughs> just say immediately, immediately following just chief in that fucking heater. Um, I will say also, Grandma Jules was a huge. <laughs> Again, parents, get off there unless you're prepared for this, especially dads. But um, Grandma Jules was a huge fan of talking, making sure that I knew what masturbation was. Oh. And you better fucking figure out how to do it because no man is going to figure it out for you. I mean, like, she would make me so uncomfortable because I had never done that before until I started having sex at, like, almost 17. And uh, she was like, well... Go up. You need to go figure it out. Like, go explore your body. Go do all the things. And I was like, ah, I think I'm okay. I feel like I feel like he's gonna know. Kind of. She's like, fuck that. He's not gonna know anything. If you can't find it, he sure as fuck can't find it. Go figure your shit out. And it was, it was very fascinating about all the things. So I'm 100 mm-hmm. percent sure that if my mom had not already quit listening, that she as soon as she said masturbation, she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Well, at least... I'm embarrassed for her wherever she is right now. She listens to this. I wish you all could see Rebecca's face. Well, you can, but it, she's literally bright fucking red. Um, well, at least you haven't had... I, I had I had Adeline ask me what a vibrator was the other day, and I was like, oh, Jesus, tits, we're going to get into this. Okay. Speaking of wine, y'all brought wine we haven't even talked about. Oh, sorry. We've clearly already have? been drinking wine. All right, so Jessica mm-hmm. brought this. What is this? Well, me and Tori. Uh-huh. Twins separated well, oh, at birth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Separated same at birth. Same, same. It's our favorite bottle of wine. I love that. Papillon, we think. We think it's yeah. maybe Papillon. Papillon. We think it's Papillon, but, but we're fancy. Yeah, Papillon, people lie to us and Papillon. say it's otherwise. I think it's Papillon. It's delicious, no but I, idea. for me, I'm a sucker for hand tats. It's got hand tats. Yeah. It you was a seller love for tats. Me. That'll get you every time. <laughs> every time. Backwards hat, and a, tats. And a fucking gold necklace. Yep. I mean, if I you guys want, want Tori hanging out with you, that's the way to do it. Yeah, we're going to need some of that. I don't know that no. we don't need the cork back in there. You can yeah, do we're just something gonna, here. Yeah, here, I'll hold your cup. Get fired <laughs> <out of> <laughs> um, yeah. No, my you're fine. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, very important. And I think that that is a conversation to have with uh, young girls. I mean, maybe of a certain age, maybe not quite sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I did have to deal with the conversation already, and it was and you all know me. I'm not one to shy away from yeah. in-depth nope. conversations. And it was fucking okay. hard. I was like, okay, so do you know what an orgasm is? She's like, nope. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Okay. Uh, I think let's... I'm just going to give Hayden a buck. I don't, yeah. I don't foresee. <laughs> it was a lot. I was like, do you remember that <laughs> diagram that we yeah, looked at? And you asked me what that part was. And I said it was the clitoris. And you said, what did that do? And I said... I'm not fucking doing this today. Well, I'll come see me when you're like 16 or something. I was like, it has to do with that area. And so she looks at me all uncomfortable as fuck. And I was just like, she goes, do you just want to do this maybe when I'm 14? I go, I'd feel so much better about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, let me know. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep on keeping on, but it's going to be awkward as fuck. Okay. Keep going. Um, so virginity stories, we're done with that. Praise God. Um, <laughs> praise God. So, you all, there's a new trend called ethical non-monogamy. It is polyamory, and it is sweeping the nation (laughs) like hotcakes. Uh, What in the fuck is going on with people that are just, uh, they're agreeing with their spouses or significant others to just bang other people? Yeah. It's uh, not for me. I don't think I'm built for that. I'm very jealous. So, no, I don't like to share. No. I'm an only child don't really like to share um i also think it's interesting i think it's the new way of having an open relationship but having it be accepted mm-hmm. whereas if you tell me you have an open relationship i'm like does your wife know yeah exactly well that's my biggest thing is so it's all over the dating websites on the apps and stuff it'll be like enm if you have any questions ask me i'm like eh, does your does your partner know that you're enm or i mean like i know you say ethical but it's not just like a catchphrase I, I well, don't know. Ethics are different than moral. What a morals. What a weird like. It's a weird way to weird. say it. I don't I think know. It's moral, moral, non-monogamy. morally non-monogamous. I mean, ethics makes me think of law. Yeah, it does. I don't it's know. Fucking. Well, I wonder, and I'm not on the dating science, but I wonder if I like you advertising <laughs> on the dating <laughs> science that you're ENM. You're instead of having to have the conversation, you know, twenty years into your marriage, that you would like to be polyamorous. You're just going ahead and starting it out polyamorous. 
I mean, may, yeah, maybe. And that's a hard conversation <clears throat> to have. I would, I would think it would be really hard to have. I think that, uh, though, I think a lot of marriages would probably be saved if you're like, well, I mean, but it's, it all comes down to like, can you tolerate it? Or you just mm -hmm. don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, at what point, can you go back? Right. So if you, you start out monogamous decision, and then like you're somebody yeah. kind of bulldog the other one into getting into it. And then maybe you meet another partner that you're more interested in that, that part to me, I think, and I'm not really that jealous, but I also just, I get the red flags like Tori, like, yeah. does your wife know? Yeah, like, <laughs> does your husband know? Yeah. What's happening? And then what happens if you like meet somebody else that you're. Yeah. That you connect like with. What do you do? Partner. How does that shake out? So it's going to be a no for me, yeah. but you know. You do you. I think it's going to be happy. a no for me, too. I, I also don't know any that are successful. I've known a couple people that have had them, but eventually it's it divorce. Right. Yeah, it's either divorce or breakup. <clears throat> Each person says they're fine with it. But then, like you said, one likes the other more. The third person's mm -hmm. left out. Ugh. It goes south. It's all over the Raya uh, yeah. dating uh, app. Which is filled with more like I don't know creatives and artistic and I could see and them music being and yeah, stuff. Like the they're like celebrities, actors, yeah, famous you know, people. They're all people. like they're like I'm partnered, but open. And I'm like so basically you want to fuck, but you have somebody you actually want to give your emotional stuff to. Mm -hmm. Ah, I feel like I can get that at a bar without really having yeah. to like talk mm -hmm. to you. Like well, I think I'm good. Um, so that's fucking absurd. Mm -hmm. So are we all voting no to e &M? I'm voting no. It seems very yeah. strange. No. It's a no. It's a no for me. It's a hard, mm -hmm. it's a hard no dog. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to know, because we all, um, I know all of us intimately well about our dating stories and stuff. We all have a tendency to go for, quote, player types. Mm -hmm. uh, especially it may be in our youth, uh, for sure. In Rebecca's case, I mean, the flow master. Gold, gold chain would be probably a player. Definitely a player. Ugh. Um, and I have had my run of baseball players and soccer players and maybe a lacrosse player here too. They were players in the literal and physical sense. Um, and then I know both of you ladies have also liked players. Tell me your biggest fuck around and find out story uh, where you decided to go for a player and things maybe did not go quite as you'd planned. I'd say my earlier story about the biggest heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I knew now we're blending stories. Yeah, yeah. I knew who he was when I met him. So in his defense, I did kind of, I just thought I could change him. And also mm. advice, you can't change anybody. Never ever. Yeah. So I don't know my high school, and then I also said my high school boyfriend cheated on me. So <laughs> I don't know, but I... See, if you would have yeah. gone into both E and M, you wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah, you would have been like, maybe it's I expect made for you to me. fuck other people. I mean, yeah, yeah. might be, but we'd like, still be together with both of them. Don't ask, at don't the tell. same time. Ooh, <laughs> see, that's, that's fucking that's scary as scary. shit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Ooh, that's what nightmares are made out of. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> so, to your point, I think I mentioned this to y'all yesterday, before I had to leave lunch earlier for a meeting that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> like we knew, like you rushed yeah. out and the <laughs> person didn't show up to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know um, what that's like. Very frustrating. But one of the best pieces of advice that I got right before I married Ryan is my, I had an older female boss and she, we're talking about how men don't change. And so she was like, on a notebook, write down everything you don't like about him. Mm -hmm. She's like, these are all known issues. So like, she's like, fold it up. Don't ever show it to him. Shove it in the back of your desk. And then when you're mad at him in two or three years, pull out the list. And if it's on the list, tough shit, you knew. Mm -hmm. Like, that's who it was. Your bill of sale, man. Mm -hmm. You yeah. got it. Yeah. All um, defects included. You were already And it was it's the best advice. Brilliant advice. Yes, nobody's perfect. I'm a, a disaster. Like, I I don't even want to see the list that he wrote down about me if he did. Um, <laughs> but it's true. Like, everything that, like, gets on our now were all things that were known mm -hmm. quantities going in. Because PS people don't change. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. very rarely yeah. people change without excessive therapy and... No, they don't fucking you know. change. Nobody yeah. changes yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and oftentimes it just gets worse with time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more exacerbated. It's more narcissistic always. the older they get. <clears throat> yeah, that, and mm -hmm. more set in their ways and yeah. less likely to change. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan, not, you're not the narcissist. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> narcissist. We love you, Ryan. Yeah. Other yeah. President we, of the fan club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we love Ryan. Love um, Ryan. I actually dated a baseball player it was uh, shocking uh, right after I broke up with the um the guy who moved to college with me I dated this guy who was a pitcher at Carolina and I lived because I was again living with my boyfriend and our two dogs like out in the country so it was like 20 minutes out highway 54 west so like I never lived in a dorm mm -hmm. I didn't live in my sorority house I didn't do anything I lived out in the country because I wanted to play house 
Um, and so he drove out to my house like 30 days in a row and spent the night and I wouldn't sleep with him. I'm not kidding. He ended up bringing a puppy. Like it was all cute. I was like, I'm not going to do it. We may have had a couple conversations about how I used to be a player. I mean, granted, he and I are both like fucking what, 19, you know, mm -hmm. mm, big player. And, uh, and he was like, I'm a bigger player than you. And I was like, okay. And so then I went out one night to to the bar players in uh, <laughs> Chapel Hill. Best Chapel dance club Hill. in Chapel Hill. Best dance club <laughs> in Chapel Hill. And I had too many cocktails and I called him and I was like, I'm coming over. And I did. And I banged him that night and I was like, yes, we're going to be the cutest couple. And he ghosted me for fucking like 30 or 45 days. Damn. And I was like, you motherfucker. I mean, I was so mad. So I actually got even with him by sleeping with his best friend. And then I dated him for two years, which, I mean, joke's on me. It was <laughs> the most unhealthy relationship I've ever been in. But I got even, <laughs> goddammit. I got back I at won. that bastard. Justice. I won! Look at me, who's the players now, fucker? Anyway, it was a fucking terrible idea. Um, but there are a lot of uh, players out there, and I think... Uh, uh, I mean, now we call them fuckboys, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we would call them that now instead. Yeah. Um, but in the uh, early 2000s, late 90s, they were fuck or they were players. Mm -hmm. um, what about you, Jess? You know, I I'm really not much of a dater. Mm -hmm. uh, I've pretty much been a serial. I was a serial monogamous all of my 20s yes. for the most part. Same. Um, but I will say, one of my most recent dating experiences is. Right after I had gotten out of a relationship, I'm like, I'm going to be single, take some time for myself, and then, hey, I'm going to get back out there. So I'd gone to, it was during the World Cup, and went and met some friends to watch the game, and I meet this guy, and we're vibing. He has no wedding ring on, just to clarify the story. <laughs> and when I got home, I had a his phone number crumpled up in a receipt in my purse that he had mm -hmm. written on for me. Mm -hmm. So whatever, we go out. Love that guy. Great connection. So fun. <laughs> Come to find out he is, in fact, married and with children. Oh, married with ch children. Forgot to mention that. Slipped his fact to me in the, like, you know, six and a half hour conversation that we had. And that was, you know, I'm sitting there in my checklist of all my therapy notes. I'm like, what did I do wrong here? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I really didn't. Do yeah, you're like, wrong. what did I miss? I mean, I guess I didn't directly say, do you have a wife? But well, I mean, you're but if there's that. no ring and, and they're being very flirty, you're like, look at us. We're two single people out here having a good time. Right. Yep. Right. And like, why would you agree to the date? So yeah, why would you go on a date? Yeah, that so was demoralizing. That he just didn't wear out? No, or he was he, he has, in fact, not worn it since he got married. Oh, good. I'm sure she fucking really loves that. That right. must be awesome. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> we all go, red flag. Red flag. Yeah, also. <laughs> red like, flag. Red that flag. would not be okay in my household. <laughs> yeah, red flag Very for her. Clear. Red flag you didn't see. But red flag for her marrying this man. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so that I, was... That was my first toe dip back in the oh, 80s. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, I'm going to hang out for a little bit. I'm going to go to Denver. Date there. Date yeah. There. Do you want to move yeah. to Maine with me? <laughs> We're just going to read Virginia Woof to each other. They're you not. can come. Oh, It'll be so lovely. <laughs> Walk up and down the shores. I'll get us a Subaru. Out back. Thanks. Sounds like a big <laughs> I can't wait. Novel. It's going to be so much fun. Very you sweet. want us to get you a wing in the house? Yeah, I'd love that. Okay. Thank you so much. See, I think that women are generally at some point in time just going to do that. We're all mm -hmm. just going to move into like huge mansions. We'll each have a wing. And then we all all grow old together. Well, yeah. essentially, I have a wing at your place when I was you crashing do. a lot yes. in your guest bedroom. You did, yeah. You do have the upstairs wing. Yeah. Yeah, so, you're, you're mm -hmm. not wrong. Uh, I do love that, and you're always welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, as are you. Anytime you come to town, obviously, okay. Rebecca's. Um, yeah, fucking absolute disaster. Um, the attic may be blown out by then. Who knows? Me and George are getting bunk beds. Love. <laughs> you and Jealous. George. Have fun with that one. <laughs> Um, okay, weirdest places you've ever had sex? I think my friend Tori has a good <laughs> Tori. First off, Tori, what's the weirdest place you've ever had This was sex? brought up in lunch yesterday. I thought that this was a common thing, and I maybe, <laughs> listeners, it is a common thing. It's actually not. It's not a common thing. I've actually never heard of this before. I don't know the answer. I can't wait for Here this. Um, Buckle up. Sex while driving. So, the <laughs> clarify, not roadhead. Yeah, like in that movie? What was that So, movie the guy is driving. Mm -hmm. You get on top. You're facing the rear. <laughs> and he's driving. And you're and you're, him. You're, you're banging him. Yeah. It's in a movie. What is movie it? Is in? Oh, yeah. It's like my... 
Yeah. Like Most men love this driving. movie. That's like my weird thing. But there's a computer actually right here in my hand. I can look it up. Oh, it was a handheld called, computer. Who drive. knew? What was it called? Driving in cars report. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, no. I would. It would. What if the airbag deployed? Oh, Tori. Not good. I do know an airbag story that I'll talk about later. Not involving me, but it's involving someone that was doing that and got the airbag deployed on them. It was something else. They're going giving oh, roadhead and the uh, airbag deployed. What happened to him? She lost her teeth and she bit down. <laughs> I fucking can't. So literally terrible, terrible, terrible thing to happen. But I was like, she lost her teeth and did yeah, I think she penis? lost like a couple teeth in his penis. <laughs> she bit. Down I don't know. I didn't hear what happened true. to him. Wait, I heard this story it's in high Chase. school. And I was like, that's what it is. I've never heard of that. It was bad. 1994. You yeah, know this person bad. publicly. Yes. Do I know this person? No. Damn it. I wish that I did. A lovely lady like. now, married I'm sure with kids. she's fantastic. So I feel I'm not judging her. It could happen to any of Exactly. So that's that was my standpoint my for so long. I'm not doing that anymore. But that's I mean. why I just have sex while driving. I won't lose my teeth. <laughs> you will. You're going to hit his head. You're going to bust your whole nose. It's going to be terrible. No, his head's got to be here because he's driving. Your head is to the side. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I don't know, but it's not going to go just well. nothing about this is safe or <laughs> enjoyable, but... Who am I so, to judge? I do it's think, dangerous. So watch the chase because it's like the end scene. Okay, the chase. It's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Is Tori do actually filmed? Yeah, is <laughs> it? He is being the guy Jack's being chased by the police, and she hops in his lap and mm-hmm. she's like, "Let's bang one more time, mm-hmm. add another oh, crime." No. Into oh. the mix. Yeah, no. we're not doing Public that. Public indecency. No. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that at all. I mean, if you know you're going to prison. Um... That's true. It's the last vagina he's going to bang for a while. Mm-hmm. That is very true. <laughs> not not wrong. Uh, do you have any fun places that you've done it weird? God, not nearly as exciting a story. <laughs> <clears throat> I would say a, a plane or a public elevator. A plane? She doesn't seem very... Oh. I mean, you did the plane fun. thing? Yeah. Like on a Delta private? or private? No, not a Delta. Oh, <laughs> I was okay. like... God. Air Tran. Okay. No. It's like, I'm not trying to get American. Southwest. United? <laughs> okay, a private spirit. plane. Spirit. Spirit. Yeah, it was spirit. It's definitely spirit. They just she, allow that. She then they went back to it. fly the plane after <laughs> after banging in the bathroom. Well done, Jessica. Um, I don't know. That's highbrow. I like that for you. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> Fucking well done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cheers. Yeah. So yeah that's that's a, a fun one. That's a good that's one. Fancy. Yeah, I support that. I had sex on a um, on a lock dock in Scotland, so like a lake dock. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting like my back was not good. After I was very that. proud of you. It was after right. I had left. It was after she had left. Yeah, it was lovely. It was a lovely place. It stayed light till was, eleven p.m. It did. It was so pretty. We were in like lake. a little castle. Mm-hmm. I think you sent me a picture of your little love dock. I did send you a picture. I was like, scene of the crime. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> scene of the crime. <laughs> scene of the crime. I may or may not have a scar on my splinters, back. Several splinters. It was very uncomfortable. Uh, also, explaining um, that I needed antibiotic salve and a, a band aid uh, on my back to the only person that was there subsequently, which happened to be my daughter. Like, if you could just please put a band aid on my back. What'd you do? I fell over. Uh, yeah, I took a tumble and and uh, fell over a bench. It hurt. She was like, okay. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Mom of the year. Nailed it. Okay. Um, do you have any weird places? Nah, just nah, beds. Just beds. Just, beds. <laughs> just real normal. That's great, fair. though. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like, just because we're going to be wrapping this up quickly, this has been a very fun uh, Valentine's Day special about sex and love and men and women. Or lack of um, love. Yeah, or lack of love and just sex and funny stories. But what kind of recommendations do you have for some of our young women that are listening um, that may need some advice from, I mean, I'm older than both of you, but uh, older women, you know, like what about these poor bitches that are in like their 20s and like good grief? I can <clears throat> dating like that because of social media and everything. Like social media, we use it, but it's totally different for them. Um I would say trust the red flags. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see them, they are not going to change. Um, also, make sure he's not married. <laughs> yeah. Or a personal injury lawyer. Also that. <laughs> also that. Yeah. Also that. Trying that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also don't know. I know that there's a lot of success stories about online dating. I don't do online dating. I'm sure there's going to be a point where I will. 
It's um, not. It's not enthralling. Yeah, but it's not like I've met any fantastic mm-hmm. people organically either. Not saying I haven't. That was not very nice. <laughs> I have met fantastic people. It just hasn't worked out. People in that, that you, way. you're not you're not in a long term relationship again. So something Correct. has not met the threshold. Yes. Of, yeah. So, All very nice, kind people. Very lovely people. Same. Yeah, just not my person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and especially dating in the age of social media and video cameras and pictures, mm-hmm. all of those things. Uh, don't fucking send pictures of your naked self uh, to men. Don't fucking do it if you're young. Like, if you want to send, like, naked pictures to your husband or something like that, or your fiance or boyfriend, like, knock your fucking self out. But if you're just fucking dating somebody or you're in, like, middle school, high school, a, you can go to fucking jail for distributing underage porn. Uh, don't do that. And half the whatever team they play on will have seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fucking terrible. Don't do that. Don't feel rushed to get married. I think that is a huge thing that women 25, 26, 27 go through where they feel the pressure of, I want to have a kid now. All my friends are getting married. I'm going to a bunch of weddings. Wait it the fuck out. Like I got engaged in three months. It ended with him soliciting sex on Craigslist, becoming a complete raging alcoholic, and me right-hooking him and filing for divorce. So just to give everybody a heads up, there's no need to rush at all. You feel like it's all super, um, you know, emergency that everyone's doing it and you feel the force to do it. Don't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Like, just wait until you, like, really are comfortable. Date for a long time. I think it's also okay to start over. I mean... The person I married first, I still love him to pieces. Absolutely amazing. We were married for five years, together for 10. I thought it was forever, so I got married. But it turned out we were going in separate directions, wasn't going to work, and I made that decision that although it's absolutely terrifying that I am 30 and starting over, it's what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So I also think that it's okay if you need to start over. This is your life. You get one shot. Yeah. Do what you need to do. At any age. Yeah, at any age. I got divorced at 43, and I couldn't be fucking happier. Mm-hmm. For you, I mean, like every day I wake up in my king size bed alone or next to Adeline. <laughs> All the animals. Couldn't be happier. Them. Oh yeah, and my dogs. two dogs and maybe a fucking cat somewhere here and there. Rebecca, what do you have for advice? I mean, this is going to sound negative, but I'll I'll explain. So I think lower expectations. Like I don't, there are no no man is going to come into your life and like make it better. Like no. if you don't love you and you don't surround yourself with good people and you don't have hobbies and things that you love. Like some guy is not going to come in and even if they're rich, they're not going to suddenly make you happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you can't love yourself and be happy where you are, you're not going to be happy in a relationship. I couldn't agree more. So it it also, yeah, that also kind of goes with uh, you have to be content with your own friendship of yourself. Like, you have to be able to spend multiple nights alone. You have to see what that's like. You have to make your, you know, as my my mom says, make your own whoopee. You can do this. Like, go to your fucking yoga class. Go to your Pilates class. Go have a fucking drink and eat at the bar alone. Like, be focused on your work and all of those things. Quit. The faster that you're comfortable with yourself, like, you don't need anything from anybody else. So the only people that you'll let into your life will be those that actually add something and I don't think that I knew that probably until I was like 40. Yeah, I didn't know it until, yeah, I mean, until therapy in the last, yeah, yeah be very I, careful. I got on a bad path after my divorce of just letting anyone in that maybe checked a couple boxes, was handsome, mm-hmm. wealthy, maybe not, bartenders seemed to like those. Like, I don't know. It seemed they like a fun cute. time, yeah. but they weren't going to stay around long. So you just have to be choosy of, is this person enough to give up my confidence in myself and I mean, I guess security in myself of being alone. Right. And I think if you find the right person, it's okay to like spend a lot of time with them. I think that that's great, particularly like if you've got that type of relationship, but also like, don't forget like the things that you like to do. And Mm -hmm. if he doesn't like to play golf or play tennis, like don't quit doing the things that make you happy. Or hanging out with the people that make you happy. I think that that- Thank you, there's- Oh, that's huge. I think we're at such an interesting age that a lot of our friends are like in serious relationships or are married or like going through divorces. And I think most recently in the last six months, I get comments all the time about like, why are you single or are you crazy? <laughs> I'm like, no, I just don't. Go I don't fuck yourself. I'm I, not I settling care. for bullshit. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm good and I'm happy. And if you come into my life and you wow me, sounds great. Can't, right. well, I'm open to it, but 
very happy alone right. and that's so important it is so important because you see friends you see some friends get in relationships and then they just so fast they do and they don't do the things that they're happy with and then all of a sudden right relationships ebb and flow no relationship is ever going to be all these amazing highs and then they lose their friends and they lose their hobbies and they lose all of these things and it's just not worth it. Yeah. And then and at 50, they're like, oh my God, my kids left and I hate myself. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. And my husband just left for a 25 year old. Mm-hmm. And my friends don't really want to hang out with yeah. me anymore because right. I was a shitty friend. Right. So, and that sucks. Yeah. I've learned through my therapist and everything that that's a sign of a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. If someone keeps you away from your friends or tells you you can't hang out with certain friends, you need to make that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing that, they're gaslighting you it's a toxic relationship get out it's, it's yeah no it's, it's gonna terrible get worse. so if you there, there's only one cat like especially in our line of work uh the men are very quick to say if they're dating somebody like us they'll be like well you you shouldn't be going out with other men well fucking 85 percent of the people in our line of work are males and 99 percent of the orthopedic surgeons are men and i'm sorry but that's what we do for a living so if you have a partner that you get with that starts trying to cut off those relationships because they're jealous as fuck and insecure get the fuck out mm-hmm. Well, and they're probably not up for E&M. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, yeah. they are, but not for you to do it. I, <laughs> yeah, they're probably doing it. One way E&M. One yeah, way yeah. E&M. Yes. I mean, I, I think, uh, I, 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 well, I'm divorced now, but I did at one point in time ask my husband, be like, do you just want to fucking have an open marriage? Because I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of dealing with this fucking bullshit all the time. Like, and he was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, I'm just saying, like, if you, do you me? want, yeah, what's wrong with me? Excuse me. But, um, you know, I did have that conversation because I was like, do we want to stay together and just be really good partners? Well, clearly that didn't fucking work out. But um, really look out for the jealous types whenever they start making you cut off things or trying to change who you are, especially if they like already knew it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you're like a bright, bubbly, pretty girl that is out with guys all the time and they're your friends, you're not banging them like that's probably one of the things that attracted that person to you, right? So don't fucking change it now that just because you're in a relationship. You can include them sometimes, but you can still have your fucking own friends. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely Boys times, or girls. Yeah, there's times to include them too. I mean, like, Ryan's coming on a work trip with us, and that's going to be very fun. Like, there are times to bring your significant other, bring whoever it is, but there's also times that you have to go to your own dinners, and they have to be confident. Like, Ryan puts up with that, and that's fantastic, but my ex did for a while and then didn't, and... My ex after that did not 100%, and you just have to find someone that can. Same. Yeah, I think it does get difficult. So make sure you're not losing yourself, and you're definitely pay attention to the red flags all the way across the board because, girls, you're fucking worth it. That's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Girl power. Happy Girl Valentine's power. Day. Happy Valentine's Thank Day, you. I believe in love. That's <laughs> why I wore what I'm wearing. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I'm in all black, yeah, all like black my cold, hearts. dead heart. It's amazing. <laughs> um, really quickly, places to meet men in Atlanta. Just give a quick short one. I'll say Yepa. There's always hot guys in there. Next. St. Regis. St. Regis. That's a good one, too, especially traveling guys. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they keep their fucking rings on those so you can know. <laughs> so I actually hang out at Johnny's, but that's because there are no hot guys there, and I uh, like to dance. I have seen hot guys there plenty of times. I don't know. I met that said tax attorney. No. Um, I would say... diamond dealer. I met a boyfriend. Ball gag. Ball gag. (laughs) Or get into that. But um, (laughs) I'd say Hamitsu. Oh, yeah. Hamitsu is good, too. Yeah. Anywhere that people are going to go after work for a drink is also... In-town golf. Yep. Um, it is, yeah, I mean, Anywhere it is but the complicated. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, don't go to the Ivy unless Anywhere you want the, the 25, 26-year-old uh, fucking train isn't, wreck. Isn't that what you're... Uh, Ivy's a little too young. I'm yes. We'll just we'll just leave it with a yes. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that you had fun. We hope that we passed on some sort of relevant information. I think a lot of uh, the female (laughs) listeners can actually relate pretty well to probably ninety nine percent of the shit that we talked about. Just probably wouldn't say it on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's okay. (laughs) We're very uh, self deprecating, and I think that's why people laugh a lot whenever they listen to our shit because they're like, "She didn't just say that," and I'm like, "I did." My mom's definitely not going to laugh. I hope she didn't listen. She's not going to listen. The minute she heard (laughs) masturbation, she was like, boop. 
<laughs> off. We're done. So anyway, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Uh, we love y'all, and we will see you soon. Uh, next week we have, well, actually in just four days we have Rebecca's birthday coming right Ooh. on up at Johnny's. At so Johnny's. and then we're having a Johnny's actual dinner and dancing. So if you do hear this and you want to come join us, we will be there on the twenty ladies night. Twenty first on ladies night. Yeah, please don't suck and <laughs> no come, diamond but, dealers. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Happy Valentine's Day, and we'll see you next time. Please listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We love you. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 